Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Peter Shimin is a reader in the Church of England. His dog Jacko is once again his inspiration for this Thought for the Day. When he was a puppy, I had such a struggle with Jacko. He wouldn't walk on a lead, just rolled on his back. He chewed the furniture. A friend told me to take him to dog training lessons. They were difficult, as Jacko was so excitable. There was one exercise where the dog was left with the trainer and the owner called the dog over from the other end of the barn. Jacko wanted to chase each puppy. When it was his turn, he ran around all the other dogs causing mayhem. The trainers were forgiving, but it was so embarrassing. They had an eight-week basic training course. Jacko and I did the course not once, not twice, but three times. But much to my surprise, on the third, he got second prize. I still have his shield, chewed of course. And yet, from this unlikely beginning, I now have a lovely dog who walks beautifully on a lead. He still loves to chase, but comes back well. Jesus pointed out that the mustard seed grows into a tree, birds rest in its branches. Look at an acorn growing into an oak tree. From small beginnings, great things happen. From twelve non-understanding ragamuffin disciples, the gospel went throughout the world. Sometimes we think our situation is small and unimportant. Sometimes it's a struggle. Yet persevere. God can do great things from it. Jacko went to dog obedience classes where he passed his stage one and was awarded a plaque. The plaque stands proudly on my bureau but it is severely chewed. I think that is symbolic because when Jacko was a puppy he chewed everything. My furniture is unique. No other furniture in the world has the same chew marks. I got in the car one day, went to put on my seat belt and found it went on too easily. He had chewed it through. When I went on holiday, Jacko stayed with some friends, Gordon and Helen. Gordon put his credit card on a table. Quick as a flash, Jacko grabbed it and left a tooth mark in it. Thankfully, it still works, but Gordon gives Jacko the credit. In Matthew's Gospel, we read, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but seventy times seven. Seventy times seven is four hundred and ninety, and I reckon that Jacko has easily left four hundred and ninety tooth marks in my furniture. But I guess Jesus means we should forgive without limit. This is just a good fun doggy story, but maybe there's someone you're struggling to forgive. Why not pray for them, difficult as it may be, and as you forgive them, you'll find a joy in your step as you move on.
Jacko gets fed after we have eaten. If we are late preparing our meal, he gets up and just looks at me, staring and staring with his brown eyes. He doesn't give up, he stays there, looking at me. He doesn't say anything, I'd get the shock of my life if he did. But I know what he is thinking, it's time to start cooking. When we do start cooking, he goes back to his bed and sleeps. That is, until we have finished dinner, then like a shot he is back, knowing it's time for his. Jesus told stories encouraging us to pray and not give up. He says how we, imperfect as we are, will help our children, our friends, if they ask us. How much more, Jesus says, our Heavenly Father, who loves us, will answer our prayers. There's a lovely hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, with the words, O oh, what peace we often forfeit, O oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Jacko always gets fed because we love him, and how much more will our Heavenly Father listen to our prayers, and because he loves us, answer them. And perhaps the most amazing promise of all is that he'll give the gift of the Holy Spirit to whoever asks him. big event happened in Jacko and I's lives. Sylvia and I got married. Jesus told a story of a wedding. In those days there were maidens waiting with lamps to welcome the bride and groom for the celebration. In Jesus' story, five had plenty of oil for their lamps, while five were not prepared and had to go to the shop to get more oil. While they are away, the bride and groom arrived and the celebration started. The five who had run out of oil were too late. Is Jesus urging us to be ready, not to miss out on the kingdom of heaven? He urges us to repent, to accept the forgiveness he offers and the promise of eternal life while we have the chance. Sylvia looked lovely for our wedding, but her dress only arrived two days before it. I joked I would get married in my old jeans, which were trendy because they had a hole in. But of course, on the day, I wore my suit. In Jesus' story, a guest who arrived not suitably dressed is thrown out of the wedding. I wonder, was Jesus referring to a passage from Isaiah? My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness, as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. Is the wedding garment salvation? Is our robe of righteousness Jesus dying on the cross for us and washing us clean? Jacko finds ball games very difficult. He just can't bear to give it up. He was over the moon when while we were on a walk, a friend gave him a ball which squeaked when he bit it. As I walked along, there he was on the side of the path, squeaking the ball. 
I wondered if I would have trouble putting him on a lead, but he didn't mind as long as I didn't try and take the ball from him. As we approached the car, he tried to bury it and resisted me taking it off him. He didn't trust me to keep the ball for him, but I know from experience if he buries something, next time we're there, he has completely forgotten that he buried anything, never mind where. Jesus told a parable about a man who certainly didn't forget buried treasure. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Jesus, I think, is saying that when someone comes into the kingdom of heaven, discovers he or she has a personal relationship with the heavenly Father through Jesus, sins forgiven, a life of purpose and eternal life, he or she is filled with joy, and that joy overshadows everything else. Praising God and doing his work is not a chore, but an exhilarating privilege. Have you found this treasure? Try reading Mark's Gospel in the Bible. Music